How Two Guys Adult from A to Z, your personal guide to becoming an adult. Each week we dive headfirst into a topic so you don't have to make the mistakes that we made. When it comes to the complexity of money, you have to know one thing for sure. What is your financial goal and what actions you must take to achieve this goal? Which brings us to this week's episode all about personal finance. Hi. Hi. What's up? What's up, bro? What's up? How was breakfast, man? Oh, it was pretty good, man. It was delightful. What did you make? I made a quesadilla. That I, ooh, I had that yesterday, actually. I don't know. Most importantly, did you make some guacamole? Guacamole. No, I did not make guacamole. I just had avocado straight up. No, dude. No. It's, no, it's so good. I'm, I'm a fan of avocados. No. Yeah, avocados are great, but quesadillas, guacamole, that's like the best combination. Yes, I agree. Yes, but I'm such a fan of avocados that I can eat them just raw, like just like how they are, plain and simple. I okay, that's them. perfect. But how much does it cost? They they cost quite a bit here in Spain. They, I mean, well, you can get three of them in a package of like one twenty euros, which is not bad. Which, eh. but if you buy them individually and like in better conditions, mm-hmm. they they can go way up in their price. Okay, that's perfect because you know you can still afford them. But now that we're mm-hmm. talking about money, what do you do when you get like your salary? What do you do with it? Like I think most people get their money and then they spend it like immediately. Right, I do the exact same thing. I get my money, go out in the weekend or in the week, and I spend it all, man. So where do you get your money from? Well, I get my money from my parents usually. So basically, you have a sugar daddy. Mm, yeah we can say that. <laughs> okay fun fact about sugar daddies when i was younger i actually thought that a sugar daddy was just a man that would give you sugar which would be like so sweet no sugar daddies are not rapists man they don't, they're not in their white van going around the neighborhoods offering candy to kids yeah that wouldn't even work now anymore now you know like give candy now to kids they would be like no why would i want that what they now do they yell just like free wi-fi and all the kids line up for them <laughs> exactly you know but you know where people don't get educated though where personal finance man i think that's like the main problem with this whole thing like just it doesn't get done did you have a finance class in your school and in the u.s i you know you could say sort of sort of um but like i left a year earlier where i could take accounting and i couldn't take it but they did offer accounting which i imagine it's more related to personal finance but here in spain normally in high school they don't offer that but once you go in more into university since i'm doing business we will take the class of accounting yeah i think it's really logical that in a business university you get to learn about money well duh but i mean i feel like it's a fundamental rule that everybody should know how to manage their personal finance and with the lack of education one of the most or like the biggest thing that happens is people spend their money immediately and when they then need something they put it on a credit card and just get into debt and it's just like this endless pit of just despair where you're like how do i ever gonna repay this yeah so basically people with credit cards they they get it and they get these well basically credit cards are loans if you want to say that loan of short-term loans and people spend more than what they can actually handle. And they just digging themselves into a deeper hole each time they spend. 
stuff that they don't have. Like you should follow one simple rule is don't spend something with your credit card if you don't have the money in your debit card. Okay, I like it because it rhymes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is like, oh, did you think of that yourself or did you find that somewhere? Because no, 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 I just, no. I just came up with that on the spot. I want. So you're a poet. Yeah, yeah. I'm. You know, I'm. Um, Sherlock. I mean, no, not Sherlock. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, Shakespeare. You're Shakespeare. Oh, my Romeo, my Romeo. Yeah, Juliet, Juliet. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, but I feel like one, like people lack in something that we are so bad with money in general as a society because there's a thing such as money is taboo. What I mean about that is. People get very uncomfortable once we talk about money, like how you manage it, how much you have, etc. You can't talk comfortably or freely with coworkers, family, friends, etc. And that makes us have the problems that most people have with managing money. So I feel like we have we should be honest and free talking about our financials. I totally agree. It's like learning to drive but without an instructor, like you're going to hit some trees if you do that. So I would say we open up about it. Yeah, I feel like you're going you're gonna to hit many trees and many posts and light posts and everything, man. Or even people. Oh, yeah. Hit those people and your insurance will be like, you will yeah, be in yeah. depth then. <laughs> yeah, you're, I feel like the insurance will co- won't cover that. Fun fact, actually, there's this Asian country. I don't remember which one it is. It's actually when you hurt someone by a car or something, you need to take care of them for the rest of their lives if you're if they get like terribly ill. So what hmm. people do is they actually drive again over them to make sure that they're dead so they don't need to do it. But the, what? what, the, the what? <laughs> yes. You, whoa. Whoa. I know. That, that's a lot of ha- to handle at 10, 15 in the morning, man. <laughs> I know. It's really dark. Shit. Well, <laughs> shit. Well, anyways, so let's let's avoid the dead bodies and focus more on money. Um, <laughs> so let's say I would say like let's talk about a bit of our financials to avoid that money taboo. Okay, sure, we can do that. So, how much do you earn? So, well, my money comes from my parents, as I said before, and yeah, I I I don't save. I tend to spend it all. But I manage it that it lasts me for the whole month for just doing activities. And what about you? Okay, so you you don't save, and the no. only money you get is from your parents. But what happens if like your laptop breaks? Well, see, uh, that's a good point because we will not have a podcast. So basically, we'll be fucked up. Yeah, yeah, we would be fucked up. Okay, let's let's fix that. Yeah. Um, so I first will now talk about my personal situation and how I do it and how we can fix your situation because I, I love this podcast and I don't want to give it up by your laptop breaking. <laughs> yeah, me neither. So that's why I'm starting to save. Which is really good. It's a start. It's a start. It's a start. So before 2021, I worked around two hours a week and I made about 60 since um, January. So this month, mm-hmm. I have, I don't know, tri- tripled my income, I would say. Oh, whoa. Or a, bit, or a bit more, I would say. Like, now I work seven hours, and I make Ooh. around 420, 450. That's pretty good, man. That's, which, that's awesome. Which sounds really good, but now comes my biggest expense. 
What which is, is the mandatory insurance you need to pay here when you turn 18. Damn. Why is yes. that? Because that's how here the health system works. And the yeah. basic insurance is 100 bucks, which is not too expensive. But no, but if you're win- uh, getting 450 every month. Yeah, that's already like 350 but I need a particular medication, which they have an insurance on, but the type that they have I'm allergic to, so I need to buy a different one. And the difference uh-huh. in price, I need to pay myself. So it will be around 250 Jesus. Yes. So you're which left mean- with... 200 man. Yeah, which is, I don't know how much, how much in percentage-wise, but it's like almost 50% away. Yes. So if we're talking about inv- in like budgeting rules, there's this really famous one. It's like 50, 30, 20. Mm-hmm. 50% of my income already goes to like my mandatory things, the things that I need to pay. So in this case, your insurance, health insurance? Yes. Uh, rent, which is about 50 because I still live with my parents. So I keep like 150 about that. Okay. And then I divide that, those 150 euros. I put 100 euros in an emergency fund, which okay. is just like thinking of this bucket of money you set aside and you grab only grab it when something breaks. So your laptop breaks, so you cannot do your schoolwork, your car breaks so that you can pay that off and not that you need to go into debt to fix something. Right. So it's kind of like a savings account, but untouched. Yeah. Like I would say make a second saving account just to do this. Just to not have it in one account. Right. And divide it up. Yeah. And like I'm trying to make it now that it's uh, three months my mandatory income. So what I need to pay that I have that mm-hmm. in savings. So, for example, I lose my job. I can still pay what I need to pay for three months. Well, that's pretty good. And usually yes. like when it comes to emergency fund, what is recommended to have as your safety net? I would say three to six months of your mandatory expenses. Okay, yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, six months, you can do a lot. And if it covers six months, that's that's a great problem solver. Yeah, and it will, to get to that point, it will probably take you a year to save up for that. And I would Which, say this this is your most important financial goal in your personal finances. Right, to have that emergency fund just in case for anything breaks down. Or, yeah, that you have to replace something or you lose your job. Yes, which I think in this pandemic is something a lot of people have to deal with. Right, it's a fundamental thing to have. Yes, so we built a safety net. And on that, we're going to build our foundation. But to get to that safety net, we need to know where we spend our money and where we earn our money. So we need to have this tracker. It's simply, you can do it in a spreadsheet. You can do it on paper. It's literally, you write what you get in and where you give your money to. Mm-hmm. because when you know that then you can know where can I save money do I really need those six pair shoes right and then you can put that to your emergency funds when it's done you can budget other things so when it comes to debt let's say that somebody already has debt or maybe you don't want to be at all in debt so how can we avoid or get our ourselves out of debt I would say if we take this situation, we have a guy, he's in his 40s, he has been to mm-hmm. school in America, and he has like a massive student debt. He bought a car with money he didn't have, and he needs to repay his grandfather grandfather for something. 
So that are three right. sources of that. Yeah, he's in dipshit. He is, yeah, he is like the sad guy that only eats noodles now because he cannot afford shit. <laughs> well, that's one of all. That's very unhealthy and poor choice. Why noodles all every day? No. Yeah, it's cheap. That's why. But true. What um, like most people would recommend is that you pay off your debt, but you do it uh, instead of giving all that money to your grandfather. As first thing, you give a little mm-hmm. bit to each of them so that you build them down all at the same time. Mm, see, that's smart. And would you pay these all on the same day or divide them throughout the month? I would say pay it on the same day, just like immediately when you have your salary. Right, and now you know what, what, how much you have personally that you can spend on personal things and then divide that into savings. Yes. All right, so... All this personal finance thing might seem complicated with all its terms and meanings, but actually, since we're breaking it down, it seems more simple than what we think. It it just comes down to spending less than that you earn and dividing uh, dividing your money where it goes. Because if you don't know where your money goes, you're just going to lose it. Right. I don't want to complicate myself and I don't want to have a complicated budget that I don't understand or barely know how to use or how to do. I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory and you just write down where the money comes from and where the money goes to so when it comes to the money where it comes where it's going to i would say just keep it simple keep your financials simple and if you have to cut something off take out a privilege that you have or like that is not necessarily you want to keep spending on and you want to save more money and especially if in your debt do that it's it's like building that emergency fund should be your top priority it it should even right. be above the debt because you're already in debt. You cannot really pay that ten thousand euros off in like that one year or those forty thousand for your student debt. But it would be better to first build that safety net for you. So when you need to something breaks and you need to repay it, that you not go further into debt. Which means so, that sometimes it's a good idea to give you a a challenge like one month i'm gonna not eat out and all that money i put in my emergency funds then take a break for two weeks spend your money where you want and then do that again like it's it's finding those ways where you can save the money in like sprints if you can put 500 euros in it in one month that's good yeah that's awesome so basically what you're saying is we have to make some sacrifices yes we have to be more considerable of our financial situation more often and take those breaks so we can build up that saving account or that saving um, for the emergency fund and just give up a bit on life update, which the life update, I would say us humans have to tend to when we get paid more, we want to spend more and we want to upgrade our living situation based on could be a, the car, the clothing etc oh yeah that that really reminds me of this book it's called like the secret millionaire next door and it's Mm -hmm. it's that book is basically about this whole topic where they're just saying when you get a promotion it doesn't mean that you need to go to a new apartment buy a new car you should put that into your savings or put it into an investment which you do because like you making 200 euros more doesn't need to mean that you spend 20 bucks more on a t-shirt Right. It's like those uh, perfect examples on, well, they put a picture of Lil Pump or a rapper, whatever, like with chains and like with Gucci. And 
they compare it to uh, a CEO, like for example, Mark Zuckerberg from Facebook, and he looks so minimalistic. He's not showing off anything, and the rapper is. So basically, the moral of that picture or the comparison is that one looks richer than the other one, but actually the other one has more money than the other dude. But to be honest, I wouldn't say look like Mark Zuckerberg. Like that dude can use a style updates. Yeah, he could use an update on that style, but you know what I mean. And, yeah, you kind of know. Yeah, and I know what you mean. It, it doesn't mean like when you get more money, you need to buy your new car and buy, for example, people that buy their first car. Why would you try to buy a Ferrari? Like buy a used Toyota. They're great. If it drives, it's good. Right. If it can take you to point A to point B, I think it's good enough. Yes, you can do that later so, in life. Right. So we want to take these certain sacrifices and be more conscious about our money, where it's going and not spend more of it and not try to be more, per se, fancy and think about more of our financial goals and where we want to be on the long run. Yeah. Like, what is your financial goal? My financial goal is basically I want to be financially free and not worried all the time and live paycheck through paycheck. I just want to live freely, of course, um, calm, not stressed. And to have a good foundation on my savings, emergency fund, and plus I can have that comfortable life that I would like to have, which is maybe having a nice, spacious apartment somewhere in a city or like a house in the nearby of a city. Have a really good kitchen. That That's like the fundamental thing in my, in my house. It has to have a really good kitchen, like a professional kitchen of cooks. And I mean, and just, just enjoy life, man, basically. So I could... and. I could use my money for investing as well so I can produce even more income. That sounds really good. And how about you, man? What's your financial goals? My financial goal is first not going into debt because debt to me, it's really scary to be thinking of that the money I will earn from now on is not my money, but it goes to someone else that I still need to repay. Right. Which, yeah, I forgot to mention that. Which which means just like you're wasting your time for someone else because you made a decision to buy something you cannot afford. Right. It's it's not smart. It's not a smart move at all to get into debt. It, it's just scary to me. So what I want to do, I want to save up to pay off my degree in psychology, mm -hmm. which I have almost completely saved up for for now will cost okay. me around 12000 so I'm really happy with that. That's pretty good. Yeah. And then I want to build my emergency fund by figuring out how much I now exactly need to pay to my medication, the insurance, the rent, and everything. Because they changed a few things, so I need to refigure it out. Okay, yeah. And then building that safety net. With the ultimate goal, is literally I want to be able to just go anywhere whenever I want and want to be able to live there. So if now I'm here in the Netherlands, if I want to be three months in Spain, I want to be able to go there and like afford a living there. Like You just want to make enough money that it supports your lifestyle. For example, I forgot to mention that I also want to have a financial goal, which is I want to have a, a van and convert it into a home so I can travel and still live in my home. Ooh, I love that idea. Like I want to do that in like Canada and travel to Canada with a van. But for yeah. Europe, I really feel that I want to travel Europe from Airbnb to Airbnb and take my time with it. See, like, I just want to travel with my van and be in one location to another. And if I want to be a year in Italy, then I'll stay a year in Italy and I will go to Milan, Rome, etc. 
I really get that, but I love the Airbnb vibe just because I want to experience different ways of living. Right. See, that that makes sense. See, I've I moved a shit ton, and I just I just want to stay in one permanent place. And if everything's just the same, and it's built based on what on my wants and my and like how I like things, then I'm I'm fine with that. That's perfect. So that's what we're gonna work on. And I think this is all the advice that we can give them at this point and where we are in our journey in personal finance. Yeah, but we could give a bit more on the general of learning on society. We can learn that maybe we can recommend, of course, as we said before, buy less shit. What advertisers tend to do is they want to tell you anything. So they will advertise you the way of that you deserve that gratification of having their product because you're doing a good job and all that. Well, don't don't follow that bullshit. That's just bullshit. No, they just want you to buy more shit and shit and shit because we live mostly in a capitalist society and we tend to follow up with social media as well. Like it's a temptation trigger. Like we just want to keep up with everybody else, what they have. So getting those new AirPods or having the new phone, like things like that we have to avoid. With all this personal finance talk, this reminds me to a thing that my aunt used as to control her personal finance, which was using different envelopes, dividing them into her bills section, her personal finance section, and then her savings. So in each of these envelopes, she will write a certain word, a keyword, for example, rent, light, water service, etc. And then in the personal area, she will write down things that she wanted to buy in the, in the month. And then the savings, pretty simple, straightforward. It's the savings account. And each of these envelopes would have a different amount of money that she had to put in as cash. And that way she could avoid of spending that money and knew that she had the money to pay for it. Okay, I, I really respect your aunt and how she does it. But to be honest, we don't live in the 1920s anymore. And nowadays we just have spreadsheets that you can use. <laughs> right. So I would say... Going all the way back to that 50, 30, 20 rule. Make a column, 50% of your income, 30% for your personal wants. So that book you want to buy, the shirt and everything, and 20% for your savings. Yeah, I agree. Put it in a spreadsheet, just write on what you do. In Google Sheets, they has their, you can find their monthly budgeting in their templates. You can download one online. You can use an app like Mint. Finance is not difficult. You just have to be mindful of it. And talking about those wants, you can really want something, but your money should not be the deciding factor, which sounds really uh, like, oh, that's a first world thing. Like, oh, no, you don't need your money to do your solve your problem. Of course, you need some money. But for example, starting this podcast, we could have bought microphones. We could have done that. But we decided to just start with our phone, figure out how it would work. Is the investment worth it? Because for me, buying a microphone is expensive. And if we want to have good audio quality for this podcast, we want to buy like a really good microphone. So we would rather wait. But we felt that we couldn't wait with creating the podcast. So we just started. Right. Like money doesn't have to determine your dream goals that you want to accomplish. No, it, it shouldn't be the the, the be-all factor. It, you should just try with the things you have. Like think outside of the box. See where you can make money when needed. It, it just needs to fit your lifestyle and you will be fine. 
you have to understand why you're managing your personal finance. You have to know your goals in the short term and the long term. And you have to do more research on your own about personal finance and understand what fits and suits better for your lifestyle and what decisions are you willing to take. Yeah, I, I agree. Like personal finance is really personal. Like it's in the word personal finance. What works for me maybe does not work for you. Every situation is different. And all the advice we can give you is just the bare minimum, which is just follow your money, make a budget, yada, yada, yada. And that's it. And all the research you can do is just online. There is so much information out there. I'm now just going to name drop some YouTube channels that helped me personally, like Two Cents which is amazing. The financial diet is another one. There are books you can read. Like you can figure this out. This is your starting point. And if you find something interesting, please reach out. Like we would love to know. This was this week's episode of your personal guide to becoming an adult. If you enjoyed our podcast, subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast app. If there's anything you want us to cover, leave us a voice note in Anchor. Link in the description of the episode. Or contact us directly through Instagram at Santiago Bravo or at Merlin underscore Shapers. We wish you a lovely day and next week's episode will be about building habits.